Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. It's a new morning, and Cindy finds herself waking up in the Pokemon Center ready to challenge the Lava Ridge Town Gym. Does she do anything before she heads over? Does she uh, go shopping? Does she check in with her Pokemon? Does she do anything special? Maybe check in with the Pokemon a little bit. Make sure everybody's like pumped and ready. Like give everybody a pep talk. Okay. What does that look like? I let everybody out of their Pokeballs. And I'm like, okay, guys, we're going to go to the gym. Mind you, this is inside the Pokemon Center where everyone else is probably trying to sleep. Perfect. Love it. Two questions. One, uh, you can carry three Pokemon with you. Who's coming? Uh, the team that I've had so far. So Izzy's going to sit this one out. Okay. And are you leaving your egg at the hostel or are you taking it with you? I'll tuck it in with Elodie's egg. <laughs> okay. It's, it's nice and snuggled under the covers. Great. Um, so with your pep talk, you telling your team that they got this, your team being Jack, the Litten, uh, Soli, mm-hmm. the Ninetales and Cookie, the Gumi. Yeah. You give them a little pep talk, roll a stealth to see if you wake anyone up with your pep talk. 13 plus one, 15. Yeah. You don't manage to wake anyone up despite you being very like, all right, gang, we got this. Let's do it. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah. You managed to pull it off somehow. Um, from there, do you just go straight to the gym? Uh, yeah. Okay. You walk outside. The sun is rising. Lobridge has a really nice kind of chill mountain breeze air. And you walk up to the gym. You open the doors and you are greeted by the same kind of uh, security slash entry person slash secretary. Who knows what their job position is? But there's a dude and he says, uh, may I please have your trainer card? Absolutely. Cool. You hand it over. He inspects it. He hands it back to you and he says, before you go in, would you please take off your shoes? Uh, sure. You do that. You remove your shoes. You open the large red gym doors and are immediately barraged with hot and dry air, as opposed to what you felt outside on your walk over to the gym. You are in a large, circular chamber with a column of flame in the center, the heat of which is powering a large turbine in the ceiling where the excessive smoke is pouring out. You can feel the warm sand on your bare feet just on the edge of being uncomfortably hot to stand on. You are greeted by a tall and rather chunky young man with lots of body hair, wicking sweat off of his arms and exposed chest. He says, Welcome to the Lava Ridge Gym. My name is Derek, and I'll be your first challenger. Hope you like fire types. I love fire types. Derek lets out a hearty chuckle. He says, Ha! Perfect. We're going to have a great match then. We're going to have a three-on-one. You use three, I use one. You can send out as many as you'd like at a time. You ready for this? It's your time, Turtonator. And he throws out a Lava Ridge Ball to reveal a very funny-looking turtle Pokemon. Um, it stands to face Derek, and its back is pointed towards you. It is a turtle with a very spiky shell and a funny tail, and it has some draconic properties to it. What do you do? Do you send out multiple Pokemon, one Pokemon? What's your plan? I think we'll send everybody out. Okay. All three of your Pokemon hit the field. Soli, Jack, and Cookie. 
Roll your initiative to begin this battle. Terminator is fire and dragon. True. And I don't know type advantages. This is going to be fun. <laughs> um, fire and dragon is a very good defensive type. So it would be shocking for you to have something that hits it super effective. It's reasonable for you to have something that hits it neutral. But for the most part, it's going to resist your attacks, it seems. Great. Okay. Trial and error, you know, just try stuff out. And I'll let you know if it seems like it did a lot of damage or not. Okay. Um, I think we'll have Soli go in with a quick attack. Okay. Roll to hit that one. 15 to hit. Despite your excellent bonus, a quick attack does not seem to impact past Turtonator's shell at all. Remember, his back is facing towards you. Oh. You may take another turn. Not with Soli, but with your next Pokemon. Yeah. Cookie is gonna do a Dragon Pulse. Ooh, okay. So 17 plus 3 is a dirty 20. Wow. Yeah. Cookie lets off a Draconic Beam the first time using it in an actual battle. And it does manage to pierce the thick armor of Turtonator's shell. And in fact, it seems like it does increase damage. This is a super effective attack. <laughs> Great. Okay, so that's 2d6 to, or for damage. Yes, but it is super effective. Do you remember what uh, the super effective rule is? Is it just double or the damage the dice, dice like? before okay. adding the modifier? Before the, at the plus. End. Yes, okay. yes, yes. So I got nine. Okay. On the dice, twenty-one. Yeah, pretty sizable hit. Um, this unassuming little gloopy dragon fires off a dragon pulse, and Turinator wasn't really expecting a massive hit from this tiny thing, but it takes damage. Uh, you notice Turinator wince a little bit, but manages to stand strong with its back turned towards your party. Last but not least is Jack. Jack's going to lick him. <laughs> Go for the lick. Let's see it. No, that's a nat one. No. Even uh, with the plus four, it does not. <laughs> yeah, nat one is going to be gonna hit. a nat one, unfortunately. Jack's a little rusty. He hasn't had a battle for a while. And he thought, might as well give this thing a lick. Uh, no effect at all. Um, he goes up to lick the spiny shell and finds that his tongue feels a little scraped. It was completely ineffective. It is now Turtonator's turn. And Derek says, you know what to do, buddy. And Turtonator goes, dirt. And to your surprise, Turtonator seemingly does nothing. But you notice that around its back, there is a fiery aura that is just channeling. But besides that, Turtonator does nothing. And it is your turn again. Oh, is it doing bide? Am I going to get hit with a, a big, a big ouchie? Let's just flamethrower. Okay, let's see it. Because that, that's going to hit. It probably will. It's a save. What's the what's the save? Uh, deck save fourteen. Okay. Um, Turnator gets a natural twenty. Um, okay, so and it still takes half of the damage. That's true. It is also resisted. Um, if it, if this was the Pokemon games, it would be double resisted, but it's only singularly resisted because that's how our rules work. So for that reason, you will have the dice. Um, if you roll two dice, it'll be one. If you roll one d eight, it'll be a d four, etc. Oh, that's a two. Plus five, though. Okay, so seven. Yeah. A respectable hit for being um, disadvantaged. Uh, Turtonator embraces this attack and uses a reaction to unleash Shell Trap. The moment that it takes damage, it fires off an attack that hits all three of your Pokemon. Oh, okay. Everyone on your team will have to make a DC 16 dexterity save. Good luck. 
Is it a fire attack? It is. Because uh, Soli won't take damage from it. That's true. And Soli will power up. But you will need to roll deck saves for the other characters. Okay, so Soli doesn't need a deck save. Nope, Soli is immune. Oh, no. Uh, I rolled two d20s and I got a five and a two. Okay. Um, Jack and Cookie take a total of 21 fire damage. However, they both resist. So. Okay. They, we will just have that and we will round down. So they take 10 fire damage. Not the worst, but it's a powerful attack. It seems like Terminator just yeah. kind of like took the flamethrower and was like, no you and blasted its shell as spikes and fire and coals spew everywhere and smack into your Pokemon, giving solely a power boost, but injuring Jack and Cookie. Um, it is still your team's turn. Okay. It seems like the charging channel around Terminator's shell has dispelled for now. Okay. Got it. Got it. That was not bad, but similar. Mm-hmm. All right. Cookie's going to Dragon Pulse again since that was excellent. Sure. Let's see it. Uh, nat 20. Uh, two crits? No, was the other one? No, the other one was a dirty 20. This one's a nat 20. Yes. Um, I do have to tell you. Turtonator's thick shell seems to be impervious to critical hits and it, its ability shell armor activates. However, you still do all your damage. You will not get a critical hit. So I get all the damage, but... You're not going to get max roll plus an additional roll. You're just going to roll like normal. Okay, 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 okay. Turtonator's prepared for all of the tricks. Plus three, and because it's, what, super effective, mm-hmm. I doubled the dice. That's true. Thirteen. Thirteen! 13 points of dragon damage. Again, Turtonator this time expected the Dragon Pulse, knew what it felt like, and still could not fully resist the blast. Cookie fired off an impeccable Dragon Pulse. It was beautiful, but Turtonator's thick shell was able to resist the critical hit aspect, but still took a large chunk of damage. Turtonator seems to be taking heavy breaths. Um, Jack still has a turn before Turtonator goes again. Jack's going to scary face. Okay. So that's a... What save is a that? Wisdom, DC wisdom save. What's the number? 12. 12. Um, Turtonator gets a natural 18. Turtonator is not perturbed by the scary face from Jack. Come on, Jack. Get it together. Jack's just warming up, baby. <laughs> He's just getting ready. I hope so. Uh, it is now Turtonator and Derek's turn. Um, Derek says, let's spice things up, Turtonator. And Turtonator goes, turt. Turtonator lays out a cloud of venomous smoke from its mouth that surrounds the battlefield. Um, all three of your Pokemon need to make a constitution save. <laughs> Fortunately, Turtonator rolled pretty low. Soli takes uh, two damage. Cookie takes two damage. No, Soli got a 16, right? Who? Soli. Soli takes two. Soli takes yeah. one. I'm sorry. Soli takes okay. one damage. Cookie takes two okay. damage. Jack takes two damage and is now poisoned. Oh, so Jack. he will take damage at the east uh, at the end of each of his turns. Jack is not having a great time. That was in fact Turnator's bonus action. As his action, you see um, flames and dragon energy spiraling around its shell once again. Now it is your turn. This is not gonna go a tough opponent if it's a 1v3 they have to be confident you know yeah that's true let's overheat 
Okay. Soli's going to overheat. The dexterity save? Yes, thir- DC 13. Oh, okay. Turtonator nails 13. He's rolling very well. 13 natural, so with his dex, that's okay. 14. Okay, so he'll take half damage. You do have flash fire active. I don't know how much that boosts your attacks by. Eight plus, plus eight. eight. 16. So 16. <laughs> you know, despite it being resisted and whatnot, it was still a great hit. Um, comparable damage to I those mean, dragon pulses. Overheat's a pretty extreme move it sure is solely unleashes its new technique learned at the Windstraight house as uh a torrent of flames escapes its body and swirls around turtonator um turtonator does resist this hit but manages to feel a little perturbed by it you would imagine that if you had a vision of turtonator's hp bar it would be in the mid to low yellow because of this attack turtonator unleashes its shell trap and demands that your entire party make a dc 16 dexterity save but knowing that this is going to happen solely uses baby doll eyes as a reaction. Ooh, very cool. So um, that gives you advantage on your saves, right? You may impose disadvantage on an enemy creature yep. after they target yourself or an ally. So because this is a save on, on your end, you can roll twice for it. On everyone except so, for Soli, who's immune. And we'll probably flash fire again. Okay, because I was going to say Soli is at disadvantage on their next move. Uh-huh. So what does that mean for my allies um it means that for your allies they get to roll this twice and take the higher number okay but soli doesn't need to roll anyway nothing changes for soli right now beautiful so cookie who resists this attack and did not make the save will take a total of 12 damage 12 points of fire type damage still a beefy hit jack crit the save and resists, so it will take uh, six, six fire damage as uh, Turtonator's shell explodes. And again, thorny spines and coals and draconic energy swirls around your party. And it seems like Soli is completely unfazed. <laughs> I believe Jack still has a turn, correct? And Cookie. And Cookie, okay. Because Baby Doll Eyes was a reaction. That's right, correct. Very good. We're Dragon Pulsing again. Heck yeah. Love it's it. Just, it's, it's too good to not. And the shell trap is down. Look at that. It's perfect. So we're rolling to hit. Good. Come on, Cookie. Come on, Cookie. A 12. 12 does not break Turtonator's armor class. The Draconic Beam fires off towards Turtonator and ricochets off the shell and goes into the column of flame that's in the center of the room. No damage dealt. Uh, let's fire fang. Let's fire fang. Let's see it. Let's, let's fire fang. Come on, Jack. Oh no, come on, Jack. That's a nine to hit. Nine to hit. Again, this bulky turtle doesn't care about this tiny kitten's fangs. Jack leaps forward, munches on the shell, does not break it whatsoever. Jack is starting to feel a little frustrated about his actions. He really wants to be doing damage to this annoying turtle. He also takes three poison damage at the end of his turn. Admittedly, Turtonator is looking a little worn down, but is still ready for action. For one of its two actions, it will spin in its shell towards Cookie, its greatest threat, as it unleashes a flail towards Cookie. And that's like a dirty 27. That should definitely hit. Cookie ends up taking 18 points of normal type damage as flail is boosted because Turtonator is at low HP. Uh, 
So Cookie, Cookie fainted. Cookie is knocked out as the swirling turtonator whirls around to smack into Cookie and goes back. I'm assuming that you recall Cookie at this point. Yeah. Okay. As its additional action, Turtonator will set up its shell trap. Derek says, let's go, Turtonator. I believe in you. And Turtonator goes, turt. Let's flame through again. It's a DC 14. Turtonator gets a natural one on its save. All of that spinning from the flail leaves it wide open. In fact, its stomach is facing your party now. Okay. So that is... It, it failed by five or more, so it is burned. It is if a, it can get burned. I don't really know how yeah. fire types can get burned. Fire types cannot get burned, but it is a lot of damage, so let's see what it is. That's so 2d10 plus five. And it is resisted. But you know what? It's a natural one, so I don't think it should be resisted. You targeted the belly. I think that's fair. Yes. Nine plus five. Fourteen. Yes. A sizable hit. Turtonator certainly caught off guard. Did not knock out Cookie without punishment. Because it is facing backwards, its shell trap fires off towards Derek. Derek embraces it. He's been hit by shell trap so many times, he doesn't mind at all. But he's all singed and his hair's on fire. He says, Turtonator, you got this. You can finish them off. And Turtonator says, Turt. It is in red HP now. Uh, what is Jack okay. doing? Do I go for a fire fang or for a bite? You can do whatever you want. I know. That's the scary part. Yeah. Let's, let's go for a bite. Because there's a chance of flinch. That's true. Let's see. There's it. also a chance of flinch with Firefang. Let's do bite. Let's do it. Uh, Jack, I'm guessing a 13 does not hit Turtonator. It does not. Turtonator's a bulky turtle. It's not quite enough. Jack leaps in the air, goes for a monch. Does not break Turtonator's armor. Jack is feeling grumpy as he takes another three points of poison damage. Oh, no. I don't have any berries that heal poison, do I? Do you? What's in your inventory? Uh, I don't know if we ever went through what's in my berry satchel, but I have two lum berries. Lum heals any status condition. Can I do that as a bonus action or not? Because everybody moved. I think because everybody moved and because this is like a gym battle. If you were no. like out in the wild and you could like justify it, like I do a cool thing and then I make you roll acrobatics or something, then like then yes. But yeah. because this is like a league standard gym battle, it will not fly. Understood. That's in, fine. In the future, you can equip them to your Pokemon if they're not already holding something. Something to think about. Yeah. Um, Turtonator on his last legs for sure. Locks eyes with Jack and unleashes an Ember. Not the strongest fire type move, but a fire type move nonetheless. Um, I, this is a roll to hit. Oh, I dropped my dice. And that is a natural five. I don't believe that'll connect. Um, AC 13. Uh, yeah. A little spout of flame whooshes past Jack and hits the sand where it poofs out. Once again, for the third time, Turnator will arm its shell trap and conclude its turn. Okay. You almost got this. Just a little bit more. Soli's gonna flamethrower because it's it's a hit. <laughs> yeah, it will hit. This turnator is not evasive enough to make it not hit. But how much will it hit is the question. So DC fourteen deck save. Natural five again. Full damage flamethrower. It is resisted, but full damage. Okay. So it's two D ten. So it's a nine. Mm-hmm. Plus six. Fifteen plus five. Twenty. Okay. Resisted? 
The resistance should have happened before the pluses. Before. Which is better for uh, you. So 12 points of fire damage as Soldi unleashes a brilliant flamethrower of vibrant crimson flames towards Turtonator. Turtonator resists the hit, but of course still takes reasonable damage. It seems like it may be on its last legs. However, that attack triggers the shell trap, requiring a dexterity save from Jack, and Soli just gets more powered up. Well, it doesn't on, stack, Jack. but uh, yeah. Come on, Jack. We believe in you. Uh, What's deck save? Yes. 15 plus 2, that's 17. Hey, that does in fact save. You will still take damage, but it is reduced. You'll take a whole whopping. Oh, and the resisted? You're going to take 4 points of fire damage. Not bad at all, Jack. Pretty good. All right. So instead of Jack moving, okay, <laughs> I'm going to give Jack a super potion. A super potion. Excellent. Because I have seven of those. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a good inventory. I've never used them. Uh, and a five. Okay. 16 plus six. Yeah. So 22. Right? 22. Yeah, yes. Math. Um, What's four plus twenty two? <laughs> uh, twenty six. Great, Jack's at twenty six HP. Where'd the four come from? That's what he had left. Oh, wow! <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, Jack is. Uh, yeah, Jack's and back. He's still to... poisoned. So he's still he gets, poisoned. He gets the poison damage. Uh, he didn't take an action. I feel like in Pokemon rules he would take damage, but in D and D rules I don't think he would. Because he didn't do anything. He, he just didn't got, do anything. <laughs> got <Yeah>. some help. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that does not justify poison damage. Okay. What does justify damage is Turtonator's turn here. Uh, Turtonator will once again fire off a cloud of poisonous smog, requesting a constitution save from your two Pokemon that are out. It's DC 15. Slowly uh, got a 12. Okay. Jack, come on, Jack. Jack. Jack got three. Okay. Jack would be poisoned again, but Jack is already poisoned, so that cannot happen. Um, <laughs> both of your Pokemon failed their saves, which means, unfortunately, Turnator did get a max roll on the smog. They take 15 points of poison damage. Super Potion came in clutch for sure, but you're already back to a pretty bad spot. Uh, Turnator will use his other action to arm its shell trap. Derek says, come on, Turnator, you just got to tough it out a little bit longer. All right, let's go for the Flamethrower. DC 14 deck save. And natural 11 with plus one. That's 12. Failed to save. Okay. So that is three plus five is eight. Eight. Eight damage. Eight damage. Turtonator takes another mighty flamethrower. Not KO'd, but seems like he may in fact be on his last legs and fires off his shell trap. And requests a DC 16 dex check from from Jack. Nat 20! Nat 20! Let's go! Ah. <laughs> Jack! He still takes damage, but it'll be very little. And it is resisted as well, so... Yeah, that is a whopping three points of fire damage. As Jack gets hit with the shell trap explosion. Jack, it seems like this Turtonator is on a tiny sliver of HP. Can he finish it off? Can he land a hit? Jack is at uh, 25% of its HP. Okay. Uh, which procs its Blaze ability. That's so true. This Pokemon doubles its damage on damage bonus on a fire type attack. That's true. That also means the attack has to hit. Mm hmm. 
Does it also get the plus damage dice from being half HP? Yeah, if that's part of your passive, then yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Come on, Jack. We're going in for a fire fang. Jack, you got this. <laughs> Jack, you could literally evolve if this goes well. Jack! No! Jack! Ah! It's a 13! 13! Does not break Terminator's armor class. Jack is feeling so discouraged, so frustrated, cannot land the Dane Firefade. Turnator lets out a chuckle with one of its baited breaths. Flail, spinning towards Soli, the beautiful nine-tailed fox. Uh, let's see if it connects. They get a, da- a dirty 12. What is Soli's AC? 17. <gasps> Turnator spins towards Soli in a flash, surprising the fur turtle. And Soli manages to nimbly dodge out of the way. Turnator writes itself up, sets up its shell trap. It is your turn again. This can uh, easily be finished. I don't know if this would count as a bonus action, and I don't know if Ninetales can roll their eyes, but uh, Soli <laughs> would definitely roll their eyes at this attempt at flail. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Um, Turnator We're perceives this. In... <laughs> Turnator sees the eye roll and is like, this is it for me, isn't it? Um... <laughs> Yeah, let's just see how much flamethrower does. It should probably KO, but I'm just curious. Uh, so it's a DC 14 deck save. Okay. And it's 13. That's a full damage. Do you have any flavor text on how solely KOs Turtonator? After that massive eye roll, uh-huh. Soli just <laughs> launches a huge flamethrower, like real, like extra, mm-hmm. like did, she didn't need to go this extra, but she did. Yeah. She had to sass the Terminator. Demolished. Singed. On fire. Defeated. Soli unleashes a magnificent flamethrower greater than any that Cindy has ever seen from her. And it seems that the, the pyro energy of the flamethrower captures some of the heat coming from the flame pillar in the center of the room. Terminator has been defeated. Derek says, oh, You did great, buddy. Come on back. And Turner goes turt with his eyes are all spirals. Derek says, oh. you did great. Congratulations. Here, I got some goodies for you. And he holds out his Thanks. hands. He gives you, oh, he low rolled that. <laughs> he gives you uh, 10 pokey dollars. It's not much, but, you know, his pockets are kind of oh. empty. Um, he also gives you a revive. And an antidote. He says, you should use these while you can, and when you're ready, I'll take you over to your next challenge. Yeah, the antidote heals poison, correct? It does. Okay, I give that to Jack. Okay. I use the revive on Cookie. I do have more super potion. Okay. So I use those. Jack, I'm going to give one to Jack for sure. Derek sees that you're ready, and he says, well, follow me. And he leads you around the flame pillar clockwise into a similar circular sandy area. There are three pedestals that are about 15 feet apart from each other going from left to right, and they are lit with flame. On the other side of the room, there is a young woman dressed in baggy hoodie and thick sweatpants, and she honestly looks like she's a little cold, despite this room being blazing hot. Derek drops you off. Uh, The woman nods you and she says, hi, I'm Taylor. Welcome to the gym. I'm Cindy. Yes. Hi, Cindy. Uh, you're going to have to use three Pokemon for this, and they're going to go one at each pedestal, okay? 
Okay. Despite her muted demeanor, the moment that she says this, um, the in between each pedestal is a large obsidian wall that spawns from the sand. It is the same obsidian that is the color of the black sand or the parts of black that are in the sand. It seems like that story that Sam was talking about with the black windows are being represented here. Uh, a thick black glass erupts from the sand and separates the areas of the three pedestals. Taylor says, now this is going to be interesting. It's, it's like a triple battle, but it's going to be like three one-on-ones happening at the same time. Okay. Okay. She says, you'll figure it out. It's not hard. And she says, go team in the left pedestal. There's a little horse who's on fire. In the middle pedestal, there's a little lizard whose tail is on fire. And it reminds you of the one that you saw at the right of learning, but it's redder and bigger and angrier looking at the right Ah. pedestal. There is a spooky Pokemon that has a skull on its head and it is holding a flaming bone. He says, you can choose your positions and then we'll start. So I will not beat around the bush. The left one has a Ponyta, the middle one has a Charmeleon, the right one has an Alolan Marowak. I think we'll put Soli up against uh, Alolan Marowak. Okay. Um, we're going to put Jack up against Ponyta. Okay. And Cookie against the sassy, angsty Charmeleon boy. Okay. It was a Charmeleon, right? It is a Charmeleon. That is correct. Okay. Jack's against Ponita. Okay. Cookie is against Charmeleon. And Soli is against Alola Marowak. Okay. In every instance, the Taylor's Pokemon will go first. But again, what you rolled might be important. So. Okay. We will start with the Pokemon that rolled the highest initiative. And is also arguably the fastest Pokemon in the field. Ponyta. Ponyta rolled the highest. And it will start off this battle. Taylor says, I believe in you, team. And Ponyta goes, and Charmeleon lets out a fiery breath. And Alolan Marowak says nothing and stares ahead at Soli. You watch as Ponyta hones its focus and feels a surge of speed course through its veins. And you get the feeling that it has somehow used its turn to increase its agility. What that means for you? Who knows? We'll go to Jack. What does Jack do in response to this? Let's lick it. <laughs> Let's lick it. Lick the horse. Because a paralysis could be really, really good. That's true. Let's see it. If Jack can nail a hit. Yeah. Come on, Jack. 19! 19! Paralysis! That's paralyzed! <laughs> Let's go, Jack! Very cool. Roll that damage. Okay. 1d6 plus 2. That's a 1. <laughs> That's 3 damage. You know what? Still good, though. But it's paralyzed! Yeah, so all of the efforts that Ponytop went in to boost its speed, completely negated now. Now it is feeling very slow, very lethargic. It feels like it may not even be able to get an attack off. It takes a very little bit of damage, but that spooky lick really just shook it up. Oh, that's exactly what I was hoping for. Great exchange for turn one in that chamber. We're going to move on to Charmeleon versus Cookie. I actually lied. Cookie goes first. Charmeleon rolled poorly. Oh, great. Let's use Bide. As an attack action, activate this move and know all damage dealt to this creature before the next turn. Okay. And then if I am able to hit it, it'll be double the amount of typeless damage. Okay. So just no no resistances are super effective. Yeah. Does it say that you can like lengthen it or anything, or is it just the until the next turn? It just says on your next turn. Okay. 
on your next turn you can choose or on your next turn it happens you use your action to lash out cool very good cindy instructs cookie to use bide and you notice as gumi just sits there and focuses and channels energy it seems like the goop is becoming slightly more firm um charmeleon reacts to this by lashing out with his claws in a slash um that is a natural or a dirty nine so i don't believe that will hit at all oh um the sharp claws ricochet off of gumi's hardened exterior let's move on to awak and soli I'm saying AWAC because like a little bit of Marowak. Uh, Soli. AWAC goes first here. Takes a good look at Soli. Spins its bone around. And summons uh, a spooky energy that could be described as hexing towards Soli. Let's see what this hex does. Um, that is a dirty 16. So that should probably hit. Because a high attack bonus, correct? Uh, eight, AC 17. So. so yes, it has a plus 6 okay. attack bonus. So that will do yes, damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Soli does not currently have a status condition so it will not deal boosted damage you have a whole 22 points of ghost type damage going to Soli as Hex shakes up her brain she feels very perturbed excuse me <laughs> yes what does she do in response <laughs> Soli has 2 HP left oh my god you didn't heal her I thought it was going to be fine oh no okay clearly that was uh, incorrect Oh, what you gonna do? <laughs> do I heal or do I do damage? Okay, let's heal. Let's use another super potion. Okay. Um, we're gonna take it back around to Ponyta and Jack. Ponyta's paralyzed. They're going to roll a 1d4 to see if they even get to do anything. Um, they do. They get to do whatever they want right now. Okay. Um, Ponyta feeling annoyed by this action that has been taken by this little kitten will focus energy at its forehead and shoot out a psychic beam with the intent to put Jack to sleep. Jack must make a wisdom save against this hypnosis. Oh no, Jack, that's a four. Jack falls asleep. Um, for his turn, he may roll to see if you wake up. You, you wake up at an 11 or higher. That's a 14. 14. Jack wakes up, cannot act. He took a little cat nap, but he's awake. Yeah. So a neutral turn there. Not bad at all. Okay. Let's move on to Cookie and Charmeleon. Cookie goes first. Uh, Bide does nothing. Because I didn't take damage. Bide does nothing. Yeah, that wasn't very successful, we was to, it? We need to replace Bide. Yeah. Bide. Uh, <laughs> One Bide. day. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Um, Charmeleon feels cocky that the slug has literally done nothing. And uh, he expresses his confidence by laying out a hubristic breath and applying swagger to itself and intimidating Cookie a little bit. Cookie has to make a wisdom save. Uh, Cookie got a seven. Cookie fails its wisdom save and is now confused. However, for the rest of the battle, Cookie gets an additional plus two to its attacks that rolled a hit. Mm. Because it is enraged. By the swagger. Okay. We've never really run into this. Confused. Yeah, this is the first one. Um, a confused creature is affected immediately and for three rounds. Well, I already used my turn. Oh, true. So nothing. True. We're just vibing. You're just vibing, confused, and angry until your next turn. <laughs> Great. Um, that sounds ideal. <laughs> Alolan Marowak. Taylor looks at Soli and thinks for a little bit. 
Taylor's going to make an intelligence check right now about something. And she fails. She says, oh. I think this will work, but I'm not sure. Marowak, use flame wheel. And Marowak spins its bone around and covers its body in flame and charges towards Soli. Um, Soli would make a dexterity save, but I believe Flashfire activates here. Mm-hmm. However, Taylor has learned her lesson and will no longer use fire moves against Soli. Soli can do what Soli wants. <laughs> Soli does her uh, typical eye roll, like, how dare you? <laughs> uh-huh. Let's overheat. Okay. That's a save, correct? Wisdom save? Dex save. Dex save. Yeah, DC 13 dex. Natural 20, I'm so sorry. Well, it's still, you still take half damage. That's true, that's true. But you're also below half health, right? So there's that too. There's a lot of math going on right now. 12 points of fire damage. Um, it seems like Marilac does not take this particularly well despite resisting it. Ponyta going to unleash a flame wheel similar to its partner over on the other side, Alolan Marowak, a jack needs to make a DC 13 uh, save of dexterity. Dexterity save. Uh, jack got a 19. Cool. Jack. Which with dex is a dirty 21. Jack takes four damage, four points of fire damage from a big old flame wheel coming off of Ponyta. What is Jack going to do in response? Let's go in for a bite. Yeah, let's see it. Come on, Jack. Come on, Jack. Jack. Ten. Jack. <laughs> Ten to hit. Um. Oh, you get advantage because it's paralyzed. Oh, come on, Jack. <laughs> come on, Jack. Come on, Jack. Uh, that was a four on the deck. Okay, that's so, even worse. No. Um, Jack cannot land that bite. Very, very unfortunate. Did Jack take damage? No, no. Yes, he did. He took four damage. Sorry. Okay, I did. I'm sure you said it. I just completely blocked it out you know what that happens sometimes yep cool <laughs> if i didn't hear the damage did it really get taken True. <laughs> i'm kidding um cookie versus charmeleon cookie goes first cookie is confused so roll a d20 before you do anything if you are going to make an attack yeah uh we got a two you got a two you do not act and you hit yourself in confusion i'm so sorry that is uh one turn of confusion down out of a max of three. If you roll above a 16 next time, you automatically cure yourself. But you take your proficiency modifier and damage, which is either, I think it's three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gumi cannot think straight. Too enraged and confused by Charmeleon's actions. And Charmeleon, in response, will loose a flamethrower requesting a DC 14 dexterity save from Gumi. We got a nine. Got a nine. Dexterity plus one, that's 10. Still not enough. Nope. Gonna take full but resisted damage from this flamethrower, resulting in a total of wow, low roll, uh, four damage. <laughs> Only four damage from the flamethrower. Okay. They did pretty poorly. So four damage from the flamethrower, and then was it three, three from, from the confusion. confusion? That is true. I thought there was an addition to the it because of swagger makes it up. No. No. Okay. Not that I've integrated. Now that you've said it, I kind of want to do that for the next challenges. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, for now we'll just save regular confusion. Oh, okay. That doesn't make sense was, though. Yeah. You get a plus two on attacks. I don't know how it incorporate that into doing more damage to yourself though. You know, it's kind of weird. Would it just be plus two? Two. If you want to take two more damage, you might guess. But <laughs> I, I just, I just thought that that's how it worked. Like so that way, if I got, if I hit myself, it would be. Yeah, I was thinking plus two to More connecting, hit. not plus two to damage. Oh, okay. 
Okay. So the, uh, how many did I take from? So I took four. You took seven and total. Then three. Yeah. Seven total. Okay. Alolan Marowak versus Soli. Alolan Marowak going to just use his whole arsenal to try and damage Soli. This time, throwing its bone towards Soli. It's going to make two attack rolls here because it is using <laughs> Bone Moraine on the way out. The bone. On the way back. It's for a 14. Does not connect. No. Um, Soli jumps over the bone as it swirls under her feet. But on the way back, she's unawares. Will it hit her? 17, exactly. Dirty 17. It should hit. Okay. So it favors the attacker. Oh, yes. That is how we do AC ties in this world. Okay. Surprise her unawares. It does. uh, That won't factor into the damage, but what will factor into the damage is that this is a ground-type attack, which is super effective. No, that's what I was afraid of. On on the way back, bonking solely in the head is a total of nine points of ground-type damage as... Lolan Marowak catches the bone in its hands, and now Soli has a turn to react. Soli. Soli. Sorry. Um, <laughs> is it normal can't hit ghosts or the other way around? Both. Okay. So, no quick attack. Let's flamethrower. Let's flamethrower. Let's do it. And he fails. Natural five. Which is. Is it five or more below the save? Yes. However, again, fire type. So unfortunately, you will not get a burn here. But if if Marowak were not fire type, you would burn it. That is true. Okay. Okay. So it's two D10. So 14. 14 points of resistant Ah! flamethrower damage. Soli's not having it. Um, you notice as Marowak falls to one of its knees and holds onto its bone to maintain its posture on the in, in the sand. Taylor looks a little worried about Marowak. Marowak is not doing super hot, necessarily. Well, he can't take much more of a hit, so hopefully... <laughs> hopefully this wraps up pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Ponyta versus Jack. Ponyta. Gonna try? Well, first, it's gonna see if it can actually move, because it is paralyzed. It seemed like Ponyta wanted to do, like, a fancy kick or something, but it is fully paralyzed. Now Jack gets a free turn. Okay, Jack. Come on, Jack. Let's go in for the bite. We need to do damage, Jack. We can't win a battle if we don't do damage, Jack. It's true. Nine to hit. Does not hit. Oh, man. This is kind of a stalemate, which is very sad. If only there was a way that it could become an advantage to your side. Who knows if that could actually possibly happen. Um, Cookie versus Charmeleon. Cookie goes first. And Cookie is confused. So I roll a d20 to confuse, to unconfuse. Yes. 12? 12! You um, do not take damage. You are still confused for one more turn. What are you going to do? Okay. We are going to... Let's Dragon Pulse. Let's do it. Let's see that Dragon Pulse. That's plus three to hit. It's actually plus five because of Swagger. Uh, I rolled a three. Okay. Plus three. Oh, plus five. Yeah, eight. Does an eight hit by chance? It does not, unfortunately. Charmeleon is a little more hardy than that. Um, Charmeleon ducks his head as a dragon pulls blast towards his face, and he retaliates with his sharp claws in a slash. Do they connect? Um, dirty 16? Yeah. Dirty 16 does, in fact, connect. Uh, yep. This move has a high critical hit ratio, but it did not crit here. Um, and <sighs> the damage is 13 points of normal type damage. 
coming into Cookie. Oh, Maric's gonna go first. It saw the efficacy of the Bone Marine. Gonna throw it out yet again. Ooh! On the way out, a natural two. Solely nimbly dodges <sighs> it. On the way back, a natural 17. That will, in fact, hit. Once again, yeah. bonking solely on the head. For how much damage this time? Totally. Perhaps a lower roll than before? A total okay. of four points of ground type damage. A very low roll. <sighs> okay. Still hurts. Still smarts, but Soli is still up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soli's not doing so great, but this is fine. What does Soli do in return? Soli's gonna flamethrower. Okay, let's see it. Yeah. Um, it does, in fact, fail to save. Okay, okay, okay. So I get my, my bonus, my procs. I'm gonna roll the 3d10. We're gonna half it. Yes. And then double the addy bit. Yes. That was the wrong... D10. That was my D110. Okay, one plus eight, nine, and nine is 18. Half of 18 is nine. Wow. Plus 10 is 19. Holy moly. What an incredible <sighs> hit as retaliation from this bone marine. Marowak is still standing, but you could argue that it might be on its last legs. It's not doing super well. Taylor looks concerned. She thinks that this is her strongest Pokemon, and it is not hanging in there against Soli. Ponyta versus Jack. Okay. Ponyta is okay. St still paralyzed. I found my D4. Ponyta gets okay. a four. It gets to act this turn. It will go for okay. the double kick. It turns its body around and flings its hooves towards Jack. Will they connect? Uh, that's a dirty 13. Does 13 that, hits uh, is, that uh, meets. Jack's armor's class. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Uh, Ponyta will make two low damage fighting type attack rolls into Jack. Six points of fighting type damage. Is Jack still standing? Yeah, Jack's Jack's great. Jack is great. We love to hear it. What is Jack going to do in response? Maybe hit an attack? <laughs> Jack, come on. Come on, Jack. Do I still get advantage? Yeah, it's still paralyzed. Okay, let's go for a bite, Jack. Does 11 hit? Eleven does not hit. Jack, you did, okay. did you roll your advantage? That was both of them. That was with advantage. Jack, what is with your rolls tonight, dude? Come on, he's really making you work. Crits for saves, but like can't can't hit a an attack. Can't hit a paralyzed horse. Very sad. <laughs> yeah, can par one can paralyze the horse. Yeah, can't hit it after that. Tragic. <laughs> Cookie versus Charmeleon. What does Cookie do? Okay. Uh, roll to see if I can hit. Yes, this is your last turn of confusion. 18. You would have broken out of confusion anyways, but yes, confusion is gone. You still have that bonus to hit. What are you going to do? Let's... What am I against? Charmeleon. Charmeleon. This could be risky, but we are going to Flame Burst. So that is a DC 13 deck save from Charmeleon. Okay. They get a natural 20. That's a good place to burn a nat 20, I think. I think that's, uh, I, I think it's better there than on like a slash or something. So that <laughs> okay. is four damage. Damage is damage. Seems like Charmeleon takes a little hit from that flame burst. Wasn't expecting that move coming out of, um, <laughs> did you incorporate, um, charcoal as well? Oh, wait, what does that do? Uh, plus four to fire moves, I think. Okay. So we'll just put another four on there. Plus, plus four. Nice. I totally forgot. Yeah, I think that's the Charcoal. first time you used a fire move with Gumi, so 
Um, that's fine. Yeah, because I've been using Dragon Pulse because I didn't want to use fire type moves. Yeah, absolutely. Not bad at all. Okay. Um, Charmeleon is getting the feeling that it might get more success out of its claws if it uses a different technique. Its claws envelop themselves with a spooky energy. One might describe it as a shadow claw. Going in to Gumi this time. Uh, that's a dirty 17. That should connect. It does connect. Okay. And we are going to see a certain amount of ghost-type damage. Seven points of ghost-type damage. Uh, Alolan Marowak versus Soli. Alolan Marowak has found what works, and he will keep bone moraining. Doesn't seem like as much uh, HP left. What were you thinking? Well, Sully has five HP left. Okay. So we're going to baby doll eyes. Okay, so that will impose disadvantage on these attacks, I believe? Uh, yes. It, it's one attack that rolls for damage twice, so I'm going to think... I'll, I'll just roll once. Does this sound fair to you? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, Marowak throws out his bone and also gets a natural one. <laughs> oh my god <sighs> it completely whiffs and Rarak even has a hard time catching up to catch it what will Soli do in response <gasps> Soli is like feels pretty good about herself that she's like yeah I saw that one coming <laughs> <laughs> perfect works don't fix it that's not the phrase yeah okay. I bought we're that gonna flamethrower flamethrower uh is a dexterity save DC 14 yes uh they passed the save they get a natural 18 but it's still damage. Okay. I mean, it might be enough. Who knows? How much damage? So, 15. Wow. Soli lets off a flamethrower and manages to just barely knock out Alolan Marowak. Incredible battle. Furthermore, as Alolan, Ma ah, as Alolan Marowak falls to the sand and is recalled by Taylor, the obsidian glass wall that separates Soli from her companions also falls, and she can now join the battle Involving Cookie and Charmeleon. She is now okay. incorporated into that initiative. She will move after Charmeleon. But now, okay. it's Ponyta versus Jack. Ponyta okay. is going to see if it's fully paralyzed. It's not. It will once again try for the double kick. Getting a 17 to hit. And a total of 6 fighting type damage. Now Jack can respond. So Jack's uh, blaze is procced. Ooh. But we haven't used a fire move yet. It's also assuming it hits. Let's fire, Fang. Maybe okay. Jack just needs a change of pace. Okay, give me the rule. Nat 20. Nat 20, that's a crit. Um, so it is a crit, at, but Ponyta can't get burned. But it flinches. That's true. It flinches. And to your luck, this Ponyta does not have the flash fire ability. Oh, okay. And then plus eight because of Blaze. Yes. So 20. that's 28. <laughs> it's a critical hit. I mean, I don't know what you want. Jack, from me. Finally! <laughs> Jack finally hit a fire fane and Ponyta seems very perturbed by it. And it seems like maybe it's next turn. It will not attack at all. Who knows? Takes a uh, massive hit and we will now move on to the 2v1. Um, Cookie yeah. goes first in this situation. The the obsidian wall has fallen and there are two pedestals on this battlefield between Cookie, Charmeleon and Soli. Okay, so I want to give <laughs> Soli a super potion. Okay, you, so can, like, you when can do can that I... on any of your actions. You can skip Cookie's turn and give Soli a potion if you want. You can skip Could Jack's I... turn and do that. Could I give it to Soli now, but still have Cookie attack when Soli's turn would be? 
Yeah. Or would it have to? Okay. You have to skip one of your Pokemon's turns, but it doesn't matter which one. Okay. I might still end up using Soli, but I just wanted to know how the the thing played out. Yep. 18 plus 6. 24. Plus 5, because that's what Soli had. 29. 29. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah, not bad. Is this still considered the same battle where Flash Fire is procced? Yes. Or is it considered... Okay. Because it, it changed, so I wasn't sure if it yeah. would... So Flash Fire is still procced. Consider it like a terrain change, basically, or like a battlefield change, not like a solely change. Okay. I just wanted to double check because this is all new. Yes, it is. There's there's a lot. There's a, a lot, lot going a lot. on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a lot going on, so I just want to verify... Yep all the pieces you're right okay so it is charmeleon's turn oh true i was just like waiting for you to roll for charmeleon and <laughs> charmeleon's my pokemon um charmeleon sees the new threat enter the battle and decides i'm not having that and goes for a slash of its claws into soli a natural 18 that will connect does uh does that crit it doesn't it was so close to critting because slash has a bonus <sighs> crit rate um let's get this math going Oof. i know you just healed but that's gonna be 12 points of normal type damage not thrilling okay. as claws rake into soli's face and it looks like she's a little scratched up what's she gonna do response overheat they get a natural three full damage but resisted but full damage yeah 12 points of fire type damage um Charmeleon does not take it super well. It seems like he's still got some fighting spirit in him, but he's a little banged up. A little bit of a hit. Not to mention that uh, Cookie put on a little bit of damage as well earlier. Um, Alolan yeah. Marowak is knocked out, so now we're on Ponyta and Jack. Um, Ponyta has flinched. Cannot move. What does Jack do to capitalize? How long does paralysis last for? For the rest of the battle. Oh. Okay, because I was like, am I going to need to lick again? No, this is great. Okay. Let's go for another fire fang. Let's do it. Come on, Jack. Does a 12 hit? Well, it does not hit. Okay. Um, maybe Jack is feeling overzealous and misses the chomp on a ponytail that is straight up not having a good time. However, that lets <laughs> us quickly move on to Cookie. We have 9 HP left. Uh, let's use Flame Burst again. Sure. Let's see it. Since we're, we're getting procs all over the place. Yeah. Natural four. Full damage. Okay. Besides resist. So, because I get the plus d12 for damage, I'll just roll one d12. Yep. So that's a seven. Oh, yeah. Plus three plus four. So 14 damage. Wow. With the charcoal. Honestly, a great hit coming from Gumi. (laughs) Launching off a little blast of fire. It seems like Gumi's like doing pretty well. It seems like as, uh, despite not being a fire type, Cookie's very comfortable in this environment. Charmeleon will take its turn to turn around to face Cookie and unleash a flame thrower, requesting a dexterity save of 14 from Cookie. It's an 18 on the dice. Excellent. <gasps> Reduced damage coming in. And it's also resistant to fire. Yes. That's true. Oof, great roll. Only two damage from this flamethrower. Ah, very good. Very, very, very that good. That is really good. Uh, uh, Soli could possibly knock out this Charmeleon. It is very low health. So how many damage? You said two damage? Yes. 
So unfortunately, Sully's at disadvantage. That's true. Because of that, um, overheat. Overheat. But if we do flamethrower, mm-hmm. it's an advantaged deck save, but it's still gonna do damage. Yeah, no matter what, it'll do damage. So great. So we're doing that. Great. Um, DC fourteen. Their their higher roll was a natural twelve, and they have plus three decks, so that is a natural fifteen or dirty fifteen. Eighteen plus three is twenty-one. Yeah, that okay. absolutely KOs Charmeleon. Um, so we didn't half and half it, and then add ten. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I I can do that. It had two HP left. Um, oh, okay. Are we? What are Soli's passives again? For just Soli? Yeah, everyone's starter got a new passive at level three. Um, have you not been counting it? Probably not. I know I don't suffer. I sent it to you on July 22nd, 2021. Um, her passive is called Soul Eater. Um, once per long rest, Soli may restore HP equal to half of her total HP upon knocking out an enemy. So if you want to do that now, you can, or you can save it for the gym leader. I don't know, but I just want to remind you that you have that option. Oh, okay. I'm just thinking because am I going to get healed before i move on to the next the big 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 it's possible okay i'll wait for now because i could still could i take it later does it have to be like immediately after knocking out the enemy it has to be after as you knock something out okay so i don't know if uh, up to you well we'll wait you'll wait i like that idea the second obsidian wall obsidian glass wall crumbles into the sand and now the battlefield is completely open as a 3v1 jack cookie and soli versus a paralyzed ponyta however is that paralyzed ponyta's turn they're going to see if they get fully paralyzed they do not and they're going to continue trying to double kick a jack with a dirty 18 that does hit gonna try and get this ko before the end of the battle a whole six points of fighting type damage Ah, oh, Jack's still kicking. Jack's still kicking. Hey, it's Jack's turn. What's Jack gonna do? Yeah. Let's fire fang. Let's Come f- on, Jack. Let's see it. Ooh, if I can keep my dice on the table. That's a 17 plus 4 to hit. You're so welcome. I that hits. You're welcome to roll again for advantage because you could get a crit. I could. Or a, a flinch. Yeah. No, that was that was the best one. Okay. <laughs> Show me the damage. Four, but the four is doubled because I'm at less than 25% HP. So eight. five plus eight. 12. 13. 13. Just kidding. Yeah, 13. A good yeah, chunk. <laughs> a good hit. Ponyta is still up. Doesn't have much left in it. Um, is Cookie going to do anything to, to end this battle? Let's flame burst. Okay. It's a deck save. And they crit it. So they're definitely saving. Why are these gym trainers critting on saves? 11 damage? Yes. Plus 3 plus 4. Wow. You barely managed to knock out Ponyta. Do you have any flavor for <gasps> it? Cookie. Cookie's showing up today. <laughs> Cookie's Yeah, Cookie. Work. I feel like Cookie like d- is not sure how it's able to use this move in the first place. Uh-huh. So it just kind of does it and it's like this is so weird, but like does it and knocks out Ponyta. Perfect. Cindy has won the battle with all of her Pokemon standing. Very cool. Uh, uh, 
Taylor says, wow, you're, you're a really strong trainer. And she reaches into her hoodie pocket and gives you, ooh, you got a min roll last time, you got a max roll this time. She gives you 80 Pokemon dollars. Crazy. She was very impressed with your efforts. She also uses a variety of items to fully heal your party. Her, I was just about to say, please. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm running back to the Pokemon Center. She says, you feeling all right? You feel ready to challenge the gym leader? Nope, but we're going to do it anyway. Let's go. Taylor says, <laughs> okay, come with me. And Taylor escorts you to the far end of the circular room and takes you up a winding series of stairs. The stairs end in a small circular chamber about 40 feet across with the central flame from before blasting in the center of the room without any guardrails or protection this time. There you see the familiar, cool, and confident-looking trainer who was outside the Pokemon Center the day before. Upon closer investigation, he has little dark burn marks on his cheeks and his arms. He has fiery red hair, and he turns to face you, and he says, Welcome, trainer. My name is Connor. Welcome to the Lob Town Gym. Hi, I'm Cindy. Great to meet you, Cindy. I'm still a pretty new gym leader here, so I'm not going to pull any surprises on you. We're going to have a really straightforward battle. I would actually like to start with us both revealing our teams of three, if you don't mind. So he sends out his three Pokemon. And before you, you see quite the party. Um, the first Pokemon that comes out is clearly a ghost. It floats in the air and it has it looks like its mouth is sewn shut almost and it is in the shape of a chandelier. Um, it is Ooh. shimmering in a spooky blue aura. The second Pokemon he throws out is a large, intimidating moth. It's uh, scales sheen in the torch and let off this like sparkly glimmer everywhere um it has a distinct coloration it seems like it almost doesn't match its body necessarily it has um pale yellow wings green eyes and a purple abdomen it's a beautiful moth last but not least out comes a very strong looking pokemon and it's the one that you saw yesterday it is none other than a blaziken its muscles are flexing and it fires uh, spewing from its wrists he says these are my three beloved partners Let's see what you got. I'm assuming you I show him. Show him everybody. Great. He says, oh, wow, you're a fire type trainer, too. This is going to be a great battle. All right. Yep. <laughs> we're at the point where I'd like you to choose how many Pokemon we're going to use. We can use one, two or three. It will be a single battle the whole time. So I'm not going to double up on you with uh, a double battle or a triple battle. But you will choose how many we're using. Hey, uh, is your mothy boy a Volcarona? He says it absolutely is. I, uh, in fact hatched it from an egg that was left here oh super cool he says yeah the eggs left here are awesome he says we've been friends for a long time before i was a gym oh. leader i was actually a uh, pokemon coordinator and i participated in the contest in lily cove city uh, my blaziken was the champion of toughness my volcarona mm -hmm. was the champion of beauty and the chandelier was the champion of smarts hmm. they seemed like a very sparkly team that's awesome okay we're gonna do two Okay. We're going to do Jack and Soli. Love it. Co Cookie's going to cheer on from the the sidelines. <laughs> Connor says, I'd hope you'd say that because I really wanted our other Pokemon to be able to watch this. For our match, I'm going to choose Volcarona. And I have to go with my ace, my starter, my friend Turbo, the Blaziken. So, uh, Chandelure floats off to the side to watch. And I'm assuming Cookie does as well. Yeah. Or nah. gloops, <laughs> gloops gloops off to the side. <laughs> gloops through the sand. And uh, you may roll initiative. Volcarona hits the field versus... Who do you send out first? Uh, Jack. Jack. Okay. 
Volcarona stares down Jack, and on its buggy face comes a quizzical expression out of nowhere. And it seems like its uh, scales kind of fortify at this quizzical expression. And it also seems like that Volcarona may have forgotten something, as it had just used the move Amnesia, making itself stronger at the expense of something that it remembered. I figured Jack would be a good thing to use because it's resistant to a bug and fire. That's so true. We'll see. I don't know what type of Volcarona is, but I took a guess and we're, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jack. 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 Let's let's lick it. Let's lick it. Roll the lick. That paral- like the paralysis <laughs> could be like it's a 15 to lick plus 4. Plus 4. So 19? Two. Yes. Okay, that will do damage. Nicely but it will done. not paralyze. I think 19 has to paralyze, right? 19 or 18 or something. Uh, 18 or higher on the dice. Okay, yeah. No paralysis, but you get some ghost-type damage. Roll your damage. It is not resistant. plus two because there are no procs. That's true. Five lick ghosty damage. Five lick ghosty damage. Hey, it's more damage than Volcarona did that turn. However, yeah. now that we're in a single battle, it's moving much faster than our previous battles. Volcarona, Volcarona is ready to attack. It floats up into the air, flapping its wings, shedding scales of heat and flame, and it will use its signature move that Connor summons as Fiery Dance. It will request a DC 15 dexterity save from Jack as it is showered with flaming uh, spores and scales. Uh, That's not a 15. That is a uh, 8. Looks like Jack failed by more than five, so there's a special effect on this move if that happens. Without resist, this would do a total of uh, 18 points, but it's resistant, so nine. Nine points of fire-type damage. You are not sure what sort of bonus was achieved because of how poorly Jack saved it, but something occurred. Um, It's now Jack's turn. Let's bite. Let's bite. Twelve to hit. Uh, total? Yeah. Will not hit. It seems like the strengthening of Volcarona's scales make it impervious to this bite at this moment. Volcarona will try a different strategy. It beats its wings together and lets out a eerie screech that disorients Jack and requests a DC 15 constitution save. So I'm guessing a nine does not pass. It does so not, Jack. <laughs> Jack, you gotta, you gotta do this. Um, Jack gets pelted with a bug buzz, which is also resisted. resisted. It's true. Yes. So not the worst, but this Volcarona <laughs> seems like it's packing quite the punch. Um, and in fact, it is because this resisted attack does 10 points of bug type damage. Um, Volcarona is, currently has the damage advantage. How is Jack going to compensate here? Well, my uh, passive is procced. <laughs> so okay. it gets an extra dice of damage, assuming we can hit. Nice, nice, nice. Bite again. Okay. 19. <gasps> That's a flinch. It's a flinch. How much damage? Flinch. How much damage? Envy, it's not resisted, right? It is not. It's 9 plus 2, 11 damage. 11 points of dark type damage and a flinch. Yes. Jack may be able to move again right now. Jack. 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 Come on. You got this. Volkrida doesn't seem too faced. It's taking damage, but it isn't suffering quite yet. Let's Let's go for another bite. Yeah, let's see it. Come on, Jack. 14 on the dice, so it's not going to flinch, but 14 plus 4, 18 to hit. That does connect. That does meet or break the armor class. 
13. Dang! Our catching up in damage. damage. Look at that. Jack is really on the schmooze right now. Come on, Jack. Volcarona seems like it was maybe a little overconfident at first, and now it's taking it a little bit more seriously. It will return to its signature move, Fiery Dance, and will request a DC 15 deck save from Jack. Ooh, that's a nine. Uh, dealing a total of... Okay, you got lucky here. Eight damage. Eight fire-type damage to Jack. Jack. Does Jack have Blaze? Yeah, Jack has Blaze. Okay. Which is good and bad at the same time. <laughs> we just need a good roll here. That's all we need. Fire Fang. Fire Fang. Okay. Rolled it. 13 plus 4 to hit. So 17 to hit. That does meet the armor class. And what if I told you that because Bug is weak to fire, this is not a resisted hit? You get full oh. damage. That would be awesome. I mean, that's just the truth. <laughs> that's just that's just the fact. Okay, so we get the... You get all your bonuses, all your modifiers. Eight. Wow. Thirteen plus eight. <laughs> Jack, mouth ablaze. Ag- Happy to finally be using Firefang. Successfully connecting. Dealing a whole bunch of damage. Lands the Firefang and successfully knocks out Volcarona. And you witness as Jack is encompassed with a glowing light and you are greeted by not Jack the Litten, but Jack the Torcat, ready to take on Blaziken. You are welcome to use... Let's go! You're welcome to use your new character sheet and whatever your previously remaining HP was. You just double it. So double my remaining HP? Yeah, and that's your current <laughs> HP. So you should notice a few upgrades, hopefully. Some better stats, some better damage. Oh, that's amazing HP. <laughs> yes! Jack did it. Jack pulled through. Um, needless to say, Connor is very excited about this. He's like, what a glorious finish. I I would be excited if I didn't feel sorry that you have to take on Turbo now. And he recalls Volcarona, and out comes Blaziken. A threatening, intimidating, fully evolved fire-type starter. A big, scary chicken. Jack, facing down this chicken, thinks about its move, and charges forward with its signature Blaze Kick. Let's see if it hits. 17 to hit. It is a resisted hit, but this is a very powerful Blaziken we're dealing with here. So, yeah. low roll, nine points of fire type damage. One HP, One Jack. One HP, Jack. Jack, do something cool. Do something cool. I was going to have Jack lick him. <laughs> Let's see the lick. Let's do it. Okay, Jack. Because if we get that, like, paralyzed. Oh. Come on, Jack. Give him the lick. That's an eight to hit. Eight does not hit, unfortunately. Oh, I'm sorry, a nine to hit. Nine to hit. That doesn't <laughs> change it. That, do, that doesn't hit. Um, Crazy. Jack is still getting used to his new form, getting used to his new body, and his tongue wasn't quite as long as he thought, so he ends up just kind of like headbutting Blaziken slightly in the knee. Blaziken <laughs> like nuzzles up. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> this didn't work. Hello. <laughs> Blaziken sees the opportunity to swiftly finish off Jack, and rather than using its action, it will use its bonus action of quick attack to see if it can just secure the KO really quickly. Um, uh, dirty 20 will do it. I'm not going to roll. Yeah. Jack is knocked out. Yeah. But still a very cool Pokemon. Now it's an even 1v1. One yep. person's fire starter versus another person's fire starter. Honor is impressed. Yeah. He's excited. Out comes Soldi. Going to charge forward with his face. 
This and Blizzy can move first, even though it just moved to knock out Jack. Quick attack was a bonus action. Uh, yes, you're right. Never mind. Sorry. Um, Blazik can charges forward and smacks solely in the face with its beak using a peck. That is a dirty 24, so that will definitely connect. Soli gets pecked in the face and takes a total of 10 points of flying-type damage. How does Soli respond? Let's go Flamethrower. So that's a DC 14 deck save. Okay. N- dirty 11. 5 plus 5, so that's 10 damage. Okay. Hey, that's something. Yeah. Blaziken takes 10 points of fire-type damage as the Flamethrower covers its body. Shrugs it off. Blaziken's a fire chicken. Doesn't care at all. Blaziken. And Soli's going to use Quick Attack as a bonus action. Boo, sneaky. Ooh, that's a 19 on the dice. Oh, yeah, that connects. <laughs> so that's only 1d6 to hit. That's fine. Blaziken does not resist normal-type uh, damage. Three. Three, hey. Three damage is free damage. Yep. Um, Blaziken knows that this is business now and leaps into the air in a very martial arts chicken style and unleashes a flurry of kicks one might describe as a double kick. Dirty 18 should connect. Another pretty low roll. One of those was a one. You end up only taking 12 points of fighting type damage. Blaziken, inspired by Soli's resourcefulness of using quick attack, will also go for quick attack <laughs> and gets a dirty 18 and will deal three points of normal type damage. It's neck and neck. 1v1. Single battle. Soli. So Soli gets prox. Oh, My is passes. that where we're at? Nice. Below half. Very good. I feel like this is such a dangerous game. It's like, I want to have low HP, but I don't want to have it's low fun. HP. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, let's do overheat. Let's That's get, a DC 13 dex save. Get that big overheat. All right, they got a... Wow. They got a dirty 12. You're going to get the full damage from it. 13 damage. 13 damage. Let's go. Which her fire on fire type is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you're keeping up with the damage that Blaziken's dealing, basically. So, pretty good. Anything else with your turn? Quick attack, it's a disadvantage. But does that, like, get the disadvantage out of the way to make my next move normal? Does overheat say your next action or your next attack? Oh, next action. There you go. Yeah. So is a bonus action not at disadvantage? That's correct. Yeah, you can just do it. Okay. Uh, 18 on the dice. Yep. So 1d6, that's a 5. That is a 5. Very cool. That's a pretty good quick attack roll. You would intuit that Blaziken is below 50% HP. It is truly a duel out here. A duel of the fates, one might say. As Blaziken is once again going to charge forward with its face. Go for a peck. Will it connect? Ooh! That's a dirty 12. I don't believe that connects. No. Blaziken feeling overconfident charges towards Soli and slips. Does not connect with the peck. Soli gets to attack. We'll do flamethrower. Okay. So you get advantage on your DC 14 deck save. True. Wow. I rolled a natural 11 and a natural 2. So lucky you get full damage on it. Great. 12 damage. The peck okay. didn't work, so it's double kick time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's a dirty 21. Dealing, this is kind of a mid roll, 10 damage. Okay. Soul okay. is still up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's getting close. It is. Close battle. So, uh, Soli's turn is gonna be to take a super potion. Okay, yeah, do it. <laughs> Go for it. 17 plus 6. 
because the that was the, th uh, the third. 23. That's okay. A, that's I feel much healing. better. Just take up your turn, though. Yeah, that's... Blaziken gets the... Except we could throw a quick attack in there. <laughs> True! Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, no. Uh, it's an 11 hit. It does not. Blaziken dodges out of the way. That was worth a try. And returns back. I feel like that's very fitting, yeah. Oh, no, it's very <laughs> fitting. Um, you can tell that Blaziken is, like, spouting its fire and keeps disabling it for the hit because it really wants to use fire-type attacks, but Connor is smart enough to know that Ninetales may, in fact, have the flash fire ability where it is not worth it. Because maybe one of Connor's Pokemon has flash fire. Who knows? Like, uh, Chandelure. Chandelure may, in fact, have flash fire. You'll never know because you're not battling, right. but Chandelure is watching from the sideline. And uh, Is it... Chandelure, or is it the middle one? Lampant is the middle one. It is a Chandelure. Okay. Fully evolved. This whole team is fully okay. evolved. Um, okay. Rolls the double kick. Gets another pretty low roll to hit, so dirty 13. I don't believe that connects. It doesn't hit. All right. Double kick whiffs. In frustration, Blaziken will use the last of its quick attack PP. Also with dirty 13. Wow. Solely, now's your chance. <laughs> Solely. Come on. Let's go with that overheat. Let's do it. And they get a natural two. Bad rolls for Blaziken. Ooh. So that the damage would be 4d10 uh -huh. plus four. Mm -hmm. But I'm only going to roll the two because it's resisted. 17 damage. Blaziken is looking pretty tired. Kind of sick of missing these attacks. Kind of sick of how close of a matchup this is. And you can tell that whatever its ability is activates here. However... It seems like its ability is tied to its fire-type moves. So, I don't think it's going to affect Soli at all, but there's a bunch of flames that are swirling around Blaziken, straight up not having a good time. Going to go for the move that's been having the most success with, which is Double Kick. Got a dirty 18 that will connect. And as Blaziken kicks out with its big chicken feet towards Soli, dealing only 11 damage. Low damage roll. Flamethrower. Okay. Again. Okay. So that's a... DC 14 deck save, but you get advantage. Right. Uh, natural 14, so we'll say that succeeds. 10 plus 9 plus 10. Whoa! Big rolls. What? Whoa! <laughs> so that's 29. So half of 29. Would be 14 and then 7. So 7 plus 5. Wow! Considering that was a successful save, that's crazy. <laughs> I can't. I basically almost maxed that roll. Yeah, that is... Imagine if that was a failed save. Holy moly. Um, Blaziken's blaze is really active right now. Um, it looks like there's <laughs> fire in Blaziken's eyes, and Blaziken is keen to finish this battle right now, going for the double kick. Um, gets a natural 8, with which its attack bonus goes up to 15. That doesn't hit. That doesn't hit. It does not hit. It doesn't hit. Do something solely. Finish it. Finish the battle. You can do it. Put it over here. DC 13 deck save. Okay, Blaziken crit it. Okay. So, 2d10 plus 4. So, 9 plus 6. 15 plus 4. How does solely KO Blaziken? Just like the hottest overheat you've ever seen. Hell like it yeah. makes the turbine spin faster. Yes. In the room. It does. And a new plume of smoke erupts from the chimney as Blaziken falls to one knee and collapses into the sand. Connor recalls and says, 
What a fiery match. You did great, Cindy. Come here and claim your prize. Yeah. Punch the air like you do in a video <laughs> game. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's a little jingle in the background. a little achievement sound. Connor reaches into a bag that he has. Pulls out for you 150 Pokemon dollars. Please record that on your character sheet. Yes, I have been noting all the monies. He grants you the heat badge. It is a very pretty badge that is looks like a little wisp of flame. Um, very much your style. And most of all, he takes your trainer card and puts it in a little scanning machine. Comes on the other side and Connor says, Lucky for you, you can now carry four Pokemon on your party whenever you want. Congratulations, Cindy. Yeah. He says, That was an awesome battle. I love battling other fire type trainers. I'm not sure what your adventure is like right now if you're looking to get more badges, but if you ever want to come back someday and audition to be a gym trainer, I'd be more than happy to invite you to join us here at the gym. That could be a cool, like, future career path for Cindy post post game. <laughs> yeah, I totally could be. You are in Ooh. you are invited. That's awesome. Connor says, again, that was incredible. Congrats on your tour cat. That's very exciting. You don't see a lot of those Thank Pokemon you. around here. And he walks you over to a corner of the circular room where there's a little slide. He says, this will take you right back to the entrance and you'll get your shoes there. I promise you take the oh, slide. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> OK. You sit on the all slide. All my Pokemon are out also, so they're all taking the slide. They're too. all taking the slide. This one, is a family experience. One HP Jack, the Torah cat, is, is like very exhausted and sliding down the slide. And it like circles around like the, the battle chambers. You can see where Taylor was. You can see where Derek was. And then it just kind of spits you out right in front of the big red doors. Do you go through them? Yes. Great. There is the same man who did all your trainer crushing against at the beginning. And he hands you your shoes. And he notices your badge and he says, hey. Congratulations. Are there any orders of business for Cindy while she has her second gym badge? Cindy wants to heal. Okay. And get Izzy out of the box. Get Izzy out of the box. Get a full team. Cool. Yeah, let's get Izzy. Uh, and then just casually sneak back into like the hostel where everybody might still be sleeping because it feels uh, like Cindy just gets up really early for these things somehow. Yep, absolutely. So she'll like Try to sneak back in with uh, Izzy and hope nobody, like, notices. Yeah. She does that successfully. Well, you can roll a stealth if you want. I kind of want somebody to see it, so okay, I will yeah, roll a yeah, stealth. Yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so that's a dex. I crit it. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sneaky. Nobody noticed that Izzy's just, like, skittering around. Izzy's out and about, ready to finally join the party. Very, very yeah. cool. Last order of business, Cindy walks over to the bed where um, her egg and Elodie's egg are snuggling. Roll a D100. Uh, 84. 84. Hey, that's a great roll. You can feel some warmth coming from the egg. It feels like whatever's in there, it's developing nicely. And maybe someday soon it'll be ready to hatch. Woo! And I think that is a great place to end the Lobridge Town Gym Challenge. Congratulations. Thank you so much for listening to Cindy's second gym challenge, a successful one at that. You can find all of our links at linktree slash Dunsparce. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Dunsparce. We have our social media, our Redbubble merch store, 
Something that we don't have on the link tree that is worth bringing up is that most of us have regular streaming schedules on Twitch where we mostly play Pokemon, but some other games as well. So be sure to check that out. You can find all of our links in the Discord link that's in the link tree. We would love to see you in the chat. With all of that being said, we'll see you for the next challenge next Tuesday. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, this is really good. Cool. It was, it was intense, yeah. but doable. Yeah, it was possible. Imagine that. I'm, I'm a little afraid for any of our friends that might have... I think everyone else should be not yeah. have a rough time. Gimli should be fine. He's going to have a type advantage. Um, okay. Schmidt should be okay because... Uh, well, There's one, no disadvantage? No, Schmidt should be okay because he has the strongest team right now, in period. But also, his, okay. he has a ground type. So that should help a lot. I think Elodie might struggle, but she has two water types. So like, I think I was going to say like, she's water types. Yeah. I think everyone's going to be fine. Honestly. Okay. Cause I, I know I was a little worried cause it's like, I'm literally up against myself. <laughs> yeah. But, but flash fire was yeah. huge. Obviously that like helped you out a yeah. lot. So with my crit sneaky thing, nobody noticed anything. Yeah, of course. I feel like Schmidt's going to wake up and just be like, yeah, you got your cat, you got your lizard, neat. Like, yeah. <laughs> not even...